The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> OffTheRecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name's Warren. I I'm am Lane. I'm jittery. Whoa, you Sorry. fucked up, That dude. was weird. That was weird. Yeah, that was so weird. I'm like, I'm Lane. He's like, I'm jittery. <laughs> you said your name's Warren, man. Yeah, okay. when you say Go Warren, on. I say Lane. That's a thing, dude. You don't, you don't, you don't do the keep talking thing. He's right. Wham. What was that now? All right, who's next? Wham. He's right. Yeah, it's a thing. It. Yeah, I know you're right. Yeah, it's it is a thing, and it's it's also a thing for us to constantly interrupt each other. Uh, I'm Art. I am Brian. Oh, okay. On a Thursday, huh? On a Thursday, feeling robotic. <laughs> I also felt like uh, we've been told that we introduce ourselves every time and uh, may not be necessary. So maybe I'm just leaping ahead. No, it is necessary. It is necessary. I'm, I'm a, this is the first time I drink alcohol in a while on the show. Um, last time was I had some vino maybe about a couple months ago. And I finally popped this thing open. It's a... Redline, Adobe Vineyards Redline. Have you seen oh, yeah, this? Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, has like this I've thing. Seen it. So what I've seen is people after they finish the bottle, this they remove this this part, this mechanical. Yeah, they part, wear it around their neck as like a medallion, as a talisman. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then talisman. Um, and so people put it on their um, like your coffee mug or something, which is pretty rad because it tilt yeah. you know the little yeah tachometer uh, thing. Okay, for, the, for the listeners, it's it's just like a little dial that is on the edge of the Gage. bottle, I guess, and it moves. Gage, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So people should that, look uh, it up. Yeah, it's a uh, red line is the is the blend, and it's uh, Adobe Road Vineyards, and it's um it's by the the Racers Group. Probably Brian probably knows these right. guys. It's, they're a group of racers. Up, I think they've had moderate success out there. Um, I've haven't had this. It it's it's very very pretty. It's like a super super dark red, almost purple. Um, I pretty. You guys already know that I I get migraines. Uh, from uh, red wines, uh, and I it's, it's kind that. of a mystery. Uh, it's you know sometimes it's the, people say it's the tannins, people say it's the sulfites. My, my brother gets sulfa. them too. So like sulfites I try to avoid certain ones. Yeah, I try to avoid certain red wines, and this one has like the number one that I avoid the most. It, 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 it's part of the blend. It's not the only thing in there. It's a cabernet, but it's got a bunch of other stuff in there. So we'll see if in fifteen minutes I um I have to down some Tylenol. Or Jesus, man. You haven't tested cool. it until right now? No, it's, it's still happening live. live and You're direct. risking it here on the podcast? On the podcast. The podcast. We're going to record for yeah, hours. Like, you know that, right? It, this is kind of like a, the Schadenfreude thing. People, people like to see kind of <laughs> fails, dude. right, or whatever. I love these. There's so many artisms in that like that one was minute. Gnarly, like, yeah. It was so crazy, dude. For so one, he called wine vino. <laughs> um, <laughs> number yeah. Thank you, number two, he said it's a beautiful color. A beautiful color. Thank you. It's a beautiful right. wine, Number by the way. three, he's talking about how he's doing this thing that he knows is going to make me have a headache, and see, let's see what happens. But number four, Dude, it's I'm a long ass shellfish. story. Like, like that was like oh, a yeah. that was like a little like <laughs> half sentence, and it turned into three minutes here. Nobody asked for the full story either. <laughs> <laughs> Wham, oh, um, so Wham's saying that he might try some lobster on the show just to see what happens, right? Yeah, like, oh, I, cool. I have a shellfish allergy. <laughs> I know shrimp fucks me up. But you know what? Like, any time is better than, you know, let's just do it. Let's get it done. <laughs> I, I wish you well, Art. I didn't know you had migraines due to red wine. I didn't yeah, remember that. I, I, yeah, it's it's some. Um, we'll, see, we'll see what happens with this one. So would you rather drink I'm, I'm, a bottle of wine or drive an old car with a carburetor? Bottle of wine. Dude, I, I, I'm super. Yeah. That's better. I'm super conflicted here. That's better than a like. I kind of want to feel sympathy f for you, Art. You're saying you get migraines with red wine, but th th you're sitting here right in front of us, like making the choice to drink it. So it's like, I, 
I can't feel sympathy, but uh, I don't know what to feel. I'm super conflicted. <laughs> well, well, the thing is that, uh, so I, I've hydrated like crazy, and I still got a bunch of water. It's it's still a mystery. Like basically, like if you read up on this, like you know, I mean, we this could take forever. So I'll just say, if you read up on this, there's different theories. Uh, the number one thing that people say is, if you have migraines, try to avoid tannic wines. And this one has one of the most tannics in there, but it's not the only thing in there. So mm. if I only have one glass, we'll see what happens. So maybe uh, it's I, a I scientific okay. experiment, like, you know, you're you're isolating, you're trying to isolate some of these variables that could be causing migraines, and you could see if this is yep. uh, this is it. So okay. Yeah, this is basically not straight Cabernet, so if it's in a blend and I'm super hydrated, let's let's see what happens, you know? Are you Good luck. super hydrated? I am super hydrated, yeah. Okay, cool, <laughs> cool. Good luck. Uh, yeah, well, question show, right, Brian? Well. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I don't know. Is it? <laughs> Sounds like a story show to me. Out of the way. Sounds like a wine <laughs> program, if I'm not mistaken. No, it's a vino program, guys. Uh, yeah. Vino. That's right. Vino, <laughs> well, awesome. <laughs> vino, right. well, awesome. It is a Thursday edition, and we do have some questions to our wonderful listeners uh, asking on Instagram, so we can jump right in and get to it. Monty23PSK. If you could paint your DWA car any other color, what would it be? I like this question. This is a good question. Mm-hmm. So my E30, I would paint salmon silver, salmon silver. Wow, really venturing out of uh, I'm, the rep. I'm out there. That <laughs> That's is crazy, wild. Well, but but won't you be embarrassed? Yeah. I mean, it'll it's, be so flashy. It's hard, but I'm yeah. doing it. Going from gray to gray, gray to a grayish silver. That's pretty hard. Yeah, uh, you're right. You're right. No, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. That's too dangerous. <laughs> it's too extreme. <laughs> salmon silver is a good color, though. I do like. That's it. my favorite color in an it, E30. It so is a good I color. Just lock it in. But I do like alpine white. I just I don't. Th- I think that's even more going to safe, safe zone and more common. Salmon silver is relatively rare. Yeah. My, my um, favorite on I, E30 I, M3 is salmon silver. I never, yeah. uh, I never knew that was a color. First time I've heard of salmon silver. Yeah. Um, my favorite nice. on an E30 is I once saw a uh, flat, uh, like uh, non-metallic beige, kind of like an old Toyota mm. beige on a 318. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, three eighteen I or something. Uh, you know, yep, stripper yep. model with like the no air dams or anything. I freaking loved it. They it was it was a rad one too. It was I think three thousand bucks on Craigslist, and the guy had like an LSD, and it was like kind of set up like a little drift car, but wasn't completely overdone. That was one of those mm-hmm. ones I kind of regret not buying. Mm-hmm. That is a cool color. I know which one it is. Um, I would go. Alpine Blau. It's it's a uh, it's uh, a color that was only offered on Alpinas, but it uh, looks very similar to Honda's Captiva Blue Pearl, which was offered in like the early '90s. So I was thinking, you know, I was look I was thinking of a blue or something, a blue metallic that Honda offered. So I'm going with K24. So there's like an ode to that. But then I I remembered that this color exists and in it was an Alpina color, and it's awesome. It's the one that I texted you guys, but it's like a very light purpley blue metallic. Um, That's great. I really like that great color. color. Very good color. For some reason, I was thinking factory, but yeah, I guess any color you can do anything you want. Uh, Lane, Mister Guards Red over here. I go with a um, uh, Guards Malaga. Red from nineteen eighty four because it does have a different tone. So, yeah, a little, right. little different. It's a different that's, color code, actually. So yeah, that's a good one. Probably go with that one. Nice. Yeah. Um, you know, it's pretty cool. No, I don't. I I like. It's hard. I I actually I'm a red car guy, so I do like the red. Um, there's a ice. I don't even know what it's called, but there's like a frosty, greenish silver. Um. It's like it greenish, bluish silver, basically. Like frosty as ice, kind of. Uh, oh, okay. And it's metallic. It's a really good mm-hmm. color. It's a it's a very pretty rare on nine forty fours. Not ice cream metallic. Cool... Oh, maybe it is ice cream metallic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've seen um, that in the nine eleven. That's super. So that's color. kind of a cool color, and it's pretty rare on nine forty fours. And then there's also like a bamboo yellowish cream color that's kind of rare and kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but there really isn't that many great colors, I don't think, for 944s. Although he's saying I can't paint any color, huh? Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Could I, even be like a 70s brown, Lane. Yeah, yeah. 70s brown could be cool. I I think I, I don't know, though. I don't know. It's hard. 
It's a hard question, man. It's almost okay. it's it's almost okay. feels dirty to even think about doing a color change on a car. Right? Like we're treading in weird territory yeah, where you're dirty. like, ah, it very rarely turns out good. I know. That's why I've been so hesitant with the Mighty Max. It's just I'm trying to get Class <laughs> yeah. C certification. Yeah. And um I you know, yeah. Mitsubishi has a lot of that going on, so it's hard to get through to them. It's only it's original once, right? So, I I'm yeah, exactly. I'm kinda so curious. Hard to know. I wonder for a truck like the Mighty Max, like if you do they even have names for the colors? Or are they just numbers? <laughs> I don't think so. Like it, it would so. seem ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I was just gonna say it was it would be complete the exact like Crayola name. It's right. not. There's no silver like, two hundred one language or something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Crayola gets kind of fancy though. Crayola sometimes. gets funky, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm thinking like the starter pack. You know, like yeah, yeah. the most amazing they get is where it a, just uh, says yellow on burnt, it. Yeah. Burnt sienna, I think, is like the craziest they're getting. Um, yeah. For me, I could yeah. see it just being like gray, white, black. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For the E46, it's yeah. funny because silver was like my last choice because uh, I had a silver uh, E36 M3, and I was just like, ah, you know, it never really stands out. Even when you clean it, I don't know. Uh, for some reason, it never really popped. Um, but now I'm I'm pretty into it, and and it's funny because I don't really have I don't know what I was looking for because I I don't really have like a target favorite color, but I I'm actually. I, I'm kind of down with red too. I, my old E30 was red. Uh, my old Mark II uh, GTI was red. Um, you don't see many red E46s around, uh, and that might be kind of cool. It, I, I, I've seen a couple, I think, and they, uh, with the, uh, it kind of blends with the taillights and everything, and it, it kind of gives like a different profile because some of the stuff kind of all blends together. So I'm gonna say red. Yeah, I think. Um isn't the E46 color Imola red like the same as E46 M3s? That's the I'm sorry, the ZHP E46. Sorry. Um, so is that the dark red? Yeah, or it's like a darker normal? red. It's a pretty cool color. I like a. I, don't they have a Japan so like Japan a, red too? Right. They had a brighter one for E46, like um, coupes. I know. I don't know if that tra- if that carried over to um, sedans. And then the M3 color was like pretty dark. Yeah, a lot of black in it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imola Red is the one. Uh, if you look up a ZHP E46, there's a... Imola Red? Yeah. Look up Japan J- Japan Rot. Japan, I think that Japan one's brighter, Rot sounds right? cool. Oh, oh, you know what color I like a lot is... Um, oh, yeah. There's a Porsche 911 color. I think it's called Cardinal Orange. Hmm. That's a really cool, rare That's, color. And it's kind of like a BMW reddish? made the... Henna red, I believe. Yeah, right? Henna is orange. awesome. Yeah, I love it. It's Henna's like cool. that, but a little more orange. Okay. That's funny because so. Cardinal interior in a BMW is basically red. It's red, a red. deep red, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Nicholas Scouty Moss says, I've been having some envy on rallies of those who get to go on the bouncy, dirty sections and I'm pondering giving my 530XI wagon a mild off-road treatment, raise the ride height, add skid plates, change the wheels and tires. Is an E61 a terrible choice for this? Can I still be awesome while driving a 2007 model with an automatic transmission? Mm. So when I saw, I mean, it's a wagon. That helps. That yeah. helps. Um, First time I've heard with that treatment, E61, actually. Now I have to mm. look it up. Um, it's just an E60 wagon. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a melted whale penis wagon. <laughs> it's the Bengal post E39. I'm yeah, saying yeah. no for this. Um, I'm saying no. I mean, it came it with cool, cool wheels and tires and a lift, dude. Yeah. yeah, like he's how much is he spending on all that stuff? Like, just get some other little little fun beater, you know? Like the, the yeah, I think you're right. You I think you're right, it. and you're. You're gonna really change the dynamic of this car. I mean, and it's just it's so big and be... heavy, right? I mean, wh- let's get yeah. a weight on this thing. Exactly. Curb weight, thirty-four hundred to four thousand pounds. So it's XI. So call it four thousand because it's an yeah. XI wagon. All-wheel drive like automatic, yeah. Heaviest one they make, I bet. But maybe Without he's maybe is he options. talking about bouncy, dirty sections? Because this sounds like if. Because it's all-wheel drive and it's a wagon, like, he can go camping out of it and stuff. If he wants to use it for that sort of thing, like, that's something else, right? That's not a fun, twisty mountain road that's bumping. Right, right. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Like, a little camping sort of off-road rig thing. 
I, but I think let's be real here, Making right? It into that? We don't have to f- try to force it. Like the answer is kind of no, right? Wouldn't we all agree? Yeah, he's talking about bringing it on the rally. Yeah. I think it would be fine if it was a replacement car. Like, oh, my car broke right. down. Can I bring this? Yes. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, for sure. But um, and I think it would be cool, especially if you did a little bit of graphics somehow or kind of differentiate it a little bit. Because I haven't, I can't think of one I've ever seen lifted, which would be kind of yeah, cool. All wheel drive. It could almost know. look like a. Um, like a Tour de France, like support vehicle or something. Right, right. Like that's kind of a cool look for a wagon, I think. Um, Mount like six, six so you, bike racks on top, and then the, yeah, the one on the back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, they always have like a cool Peugeot wagon that it's, we don't see, or a Citroen yeah, that we I mean, don't see before. Right. Right. Kind of like you know, wins and no matter what. Graph. Yeah. And they're liveried up, so they look cool. Yeah. Um, How about the guy who's uh, on the back of the motorcycle facing backwards with a huge camera and just oh, yeah. somehow doesn't fall off or, I don't know, just loses balance? Yeah. I'm sure on a you motorcycle. could look up fail and see that's something true. gnarly. That's, tr- that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Drop your camera onto the winner of the race or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So I think uh, we gave him some info <laughs> to make his own decision. <laughs> um, I think you do that. Nick Moss, you do that to your wagon, and you get a car that you can barge yeah. on these bouncy, dirty sections. Yeah, um, something a little sidewall, a little something you're not quite as worried about. Yeah, I think you you're you're compromising everything so much for that one little thing. Yep, and it just kind of doesn't make sense, right? Agreed. And I can Bobby t- Reed with the cars. Oh, I, and I can say also from experience, even with the stupid little Ford Fiesta that Pat and I rallied off road. That thing had like these little sensors that would notice when you were doing bad things to the car and that would go off so that we had to disable before we could go anywhere. I would imagine that if the Ford Fiesta from 1991 had a sensor that you had to disable, this BMW, like if you're really getting after it off road, you're probably going to be like setting off all sorts of weird electrical gizmos, right? It's just like it might be, uh, yeah, a little more uh, deeper uh, than you think. Festiva. Especially that era of BMW. Festiva, yeah. right? Yes, that's what I mean. You were saying Fiesta Festiva. is a Festiva. Yeah. Stiva. Stiva life. Yeah, I get that Stiva confused. life. Um, Bobby Reed with the cars. You may choose one of the following superpowers. One, you can identify the size of any fastener, including thread size, just by looking at it. Two, the ability to immediately find even the tiniest part that you've dropped on the floor. How is this a choose? question? Bolts. <laughs> um, number Identify two, bolts. Uh, I, I I can already do one. It's not a superpower. Okay, here we go. Uh, Bolt flames, dude. dude. Just, just think of like thread think, pitch. You thread can't pitch. do thread pitch, you dummy, dude. I, <laughs> I know. I can eyeball it. Okay, I'm close you enough. You can eyeball what? thread pitch. No, so, yeah, define eyeball. eyeball. What does that mean? What does that mean? You can get an I approximate. Can sockets it's, too. it's an approximate this is, guess. This is yeah. what this is what that means. I can eyeball it enough to where I'll grab three bolts that I think will uh, fit in there, and well, it's very likely that. that you one. don't need to do that. You have the superpower that eliminates that uh, completely. That's not, Every that's socket not a, you grab is perfect. Not Every a major pain point. Not a major pain point. The issue here is uh-huh. dropping stuff on the ground that disappears in the garage or in uh, Lane's so you're a, backyard with a hu- huge grassy backyard. Like all that's it's the worst thing possible. Spiders, so you're a clumsy bastard everything. is what you're saying. You don't want to be so, smart. You just want to be not clumsy. So what I would like <laughs> is to to always have a 13, a 10, or a 17 at my disposal when I'm looking for it. Because um, I can never find... It's like the memes, you know? Well, like, that's I can never find the 10s, dude. I Big like Fat it. Flip said, number three, be able to summon a 10-millimeter socket at will. There you go. Yeah. But uh, I am constantly grabbing three sockets... So take shit off. Yeah. And it's a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. So I'm taking number one. I'm number one all the way. For sure. Yeah. And thread pitch, thread pitch sucks too. I'm always, if I'm trying to replace hardware and I have something in my drawer, if I, I have to like try it and. Yeah, yeah dude, it, it happened it. to me the other day. So, I was yeah. like, I was like at, I ended up at the hardware store and I forgot the, the, the fastener that I wanted to like get a, a nut for or something. I, I, oh, but God. I just happened. I wasn't planning on going to the hardware store. I just it was like, oh shit, I need that thing. So I go <laughs> yeah, in dude, and I so try to remember choices. what it was, the depth and everything. And I was like, uh, it was definitely fine pitch. So I get like three selections of, uh, you know, like the rough, uh, whatever it is. Uh, what's not fine? Regular pitch. Uh, course. Course. Thank course, you. Course. Thank you, M. Of course it is. Yep. Uh, and it's totally fine pitch, and it's like, 
Dude, I just spent I just spent a dollar forty seven on all this hardware. Dang. And now I have to go back have it forever. Yeah. Don't tell me you returned it. No, it just goes right. That in the might, drawer. That's a Brian that's a Brian that's a Brian thing. No, dude, I definitely <laughs> I did not that. return it. That is not a Brian thing. I have it. <laughs> yep. Uh, way too I want to. Yeah. I want like Terminator style. Like as soon as something drops, like I have like this wireframe vision where like everything disappears and I just see the highlighted like that one bolt that is now in my subframe that I lost two years ago. And you sort of I, you, they're like, oh, that's where everything is. I feel like the message here is that <laughs> you're super a... clumsy, Art. Like I feel like that. <laughs> like, I'm the only one in the world who drops bolts and tools into no, shit. I drop shit all the fucking time. But right? I mean, I mean not... how can you not? You're on your back and you're like trying to get a bolt and the nut underneath and then you know and that's it just falls on your head and totally. bounces off and and that's yeah. bolts and yeah. nuts i mean now he's talking about parts now imagine it's like a little switch or a little plate or oh, a little yeah, cover yeah. or stuff that is part of the car yeah. that you really need uh, like that's a whole other problem dude at ma carbon when i would take apart like switch gear and stuff for like a shifter and like so many little tiny springs that's and, a whole different yeah. world dude, yeah i did a I, I i did a pcm for a 911 like took apart the whole pcm like everything yeah that was so fucking nerve-wracking dude and it's like you know and it's someone's piece out of their car they're like sent in like oh all the yeah. little spring-loaded buttons and stuff. that yeah. does and, and, and so you're not, that makes more sense to me because art and you you will do the same thing you'll work on these tiny little projects uh yeah uh where that kind of is more critical yeah it was super easy to lose. Yeah, or I worked things. on his seat switches yeah. for the Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would yeah, never do that. Like I just all of them, it seems, yeah. <laughs> over time. Yeah, but see, that's that is critical, and that does happen. But you're guaranteed to be picking out hardware and sockets and wrenches every time you work on your car. Whereas yeah. dropping something may not happen for right. three or four goes. Yeah. So would I want something I'm going to use every time? Anyways, we're getting too deep. I do, I, I <laughs> do like deep. your, oh, your scanning what? vision, though, where you everything moves away. And it's like, <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. Or like yeah. in Caddyshack, like the golf club that, like, you know, does the Art's missing part is a bigger deal than not being able to find the right, you know, thread pitch. If and when you lose a part, but you may not do that all the time, so... No, so, I know, but when yeah. it does happen, I think it, 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 uh, I mean, it's a hard one. It's yeah, a hard it's a hard one. one. Hard, it's a hard one. All right. T. Fretch says, you've searched for months or years for a good replacement, replacement part for your car and you finally found it, but the seller won't ship it. How far are you willing to go to pick up a part that is no longer available for your car? Are you making a day trip out of it, a weekend? If the part is NLA, but the one you're buying is brand new in the box. Does that alter your decision? I mean, what is this part? Yeah, I can't imagine. This is an E30? Is he talking about himself or is he talking about like sourcing parts at Canepa? I mean, I'll use my example of buying BBS wheels uh, from a friend of ours, Tape Tech Whips, uh, down in Newport Beach. And it's not that he wouldn't ship them, but shipping would be expensive. And I kind of combined it with other stuff down there. But I was willing to drive to Southern California for a set of wheels, essentially. And I did that overnight. It was pretty brutal overnight or two nights. I stayed one night, but, uh, it was like a long, long trip, short amount of time, basically shot down on the wagon, picked up some BBSs and came back. So I don't know if so I'd go much five further, hours, especially driving. F- yeah. Five, well, 10 hours, mm-hmm. I mean, five hours each way. A little bit more. Yeah. Cause yeah, traffic was terrible. So I'll call it 12 hours. 12 hours of driving and required a hotel stay. So you're okay. You found a, a box of complete OEM new old stock mud flap clips. You're willing to drive 12 hours. Oh, dude, I'd get on a fucking plane right now. <laughs> COVID times included. Let's you'll, get you'll, those clips, boys. You'll go to, you'll go to Brazil right now. Yeah, exactly. Fast and the Furious style. I'm traveling the world for mud flap clips. <laughs> I got an update on mud flap, mud flap oh, clips wow. for the uh, semi edition. Well, these are for the listeners. I know. Wow, I'm sure they're I'm fucking just big excited deal. as ice. Yeah. Uh, so you found a perfect set of Alpina gauges for your E30 art, and the guy won't ship them. It's in Tahoe. I'm down. No brainer. It's yeah, in. Yeah. It's in Reno. 
Ah, sure. Reno. That's gross. I'm just kidding. <laughs> only an hour. <laughs> it's only, it's like not any different. Um, I was, I'm thinking more like Seattle. That's extreme, right? Cause then you're talking about multiple days away from home. Two states away. Family stuff. Um, insanity. I think it has to be a day trip away. Like if I can do there and back in 12 hours, I'm down. Okay. Art, how about this? Uh, Podcast listener has your ideal set of wheels. I won't Gosh. even disclose what those might be because I don't want to give them away. Yeah, because they're know, obviously but... OZ Futuras or OZ Turbos or something. <laughs> yeah. Mint. Perfect. They He bought them for his uh, E30 back in 1989 and hasn't touched them since. They're 200 bucks, but I'm not shipping them. You got to come get them. But the guy lives in Phoenix. Uh, nope. I, no dude, way, I'm, dude. I'm, Oh, I yeah, have you to would. make it work. Yeah, you would. I have to you make, make it work. You make a trip out of it. I dude, have to make it work. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring the, the fam auto, along. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> yeah. you, uh, you meet but up that's with like the a four day. That's a four-day deal. So what about, I would, you know, to be honest, this is my, this is my approach to that. Is, be honest, is, is, is this a, <laughs> please, is this please a cop-out? Is this like that one time when, when you're, you're only allowed to drive a Jeepster and not actually rent a car? But can I phone a friend like let's say i can't hit up like someone local to pick it up for me no, no that's not the question no, no, no. dang <laughs> oh you're right it is it is on you well, i have right? like a homie and homies well, I mean, up there and like the homie can ship it and like but the question of... is like how far will you drive or yeah, yeah. you know go it's not like hey do you have friends in san diego you could call i think t french is t french is the <laughs> west is an east coast guy living on the west coast maybe he doesn't he doesn't have homies up in washington know, he needs but... to hit us up and we can help him out no uh um, we should get more details down, by the way I'll, like what you? is he talking about make, because maybe we can help yeah, just, somehow yeah whatever part you would be the most excited to i'll pick make up. i'll make phoenix work i think for something like that it's and, and this is what i think where we're, we're what we're getting at right if it's like like um a fucking button or like some switch or something that it's like um, like it's not critical but like uh, that's one thing and then it's like okay a set of wheels super rare very very difficult to come by crazy deal yeah you're gonna get deals so you could justify it too. yeah that adds a whole time other and money thing spent. um that definitely has yeah. something to do with that like if you're paying full like value, if you're paying whatever, let's say two grand for those things, you're not going to. Yeah, even if going yeah, there, even right? if they like, are super rare and all that, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's not it's not worth it's not okay, worth my time. All right, how about this? How about this? Uh, M Tech body kit for your eighty seven, perfect in Alpine white. All the fucking <laughs> hardware is there. The shit is gleaming, but it's at your relative's house in Mexico. Whoa cannot fly it or ship it. I mean, I have to let it go. I'm not going to Mexico. Dude, M-Tech right now. 1? <laughs> M-Tech 1? You're just going to well, let it go. Uno. Um-tech uno. Numero uno, man. So I'm going to be driving it around in Mexico, taking Instagram photos, and you're going to be missing out. Art, it's been left outside. It's getting warped by you know, the sun. You know how it's just waiting it. five days to get them before, before Border Patrol Tra- comes. Trash pickups on Sunday, Art. You better get there. <laughs> yeah. You know how, you know how fucked um, that, that kit would be on all of those topes, right? The, the speed bumps? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Any, anyone who's well, driven in Mexico knows what's up. Dude, I still don't understand <laughs> yeah. how people like... You know, they go in these race cars and I'm sure they plan the route like uh, like Panamericana and stuff like that, like very, you know, carefully around that shit, because some of these speed bumps are enormous, like they're fucking volcanoes, you know, like I don't know how a, a, a race car or a sports car can get over them. It's nuts. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, Rensberger says, congratulations. You've all been given the Radwood era car of your choice. However, it must be an automatic. No paddles or other technology. Just put it in D and go. What are your choices? Automatic Radwood uh, car. I'm doing a 560 SEC AMG with a Recaro interior. Yeah, it's hard to beat. That's really yeah, I'll do beat. like a, a hammer. Would be pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a... I'm going to steal your idea, but a 7-liter AMG R129. All right. That's a good call. So that's the V12 pumped up. The same motor they basically use in the Zonda. Yeah. Automatic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have like big flares or anything though, huh? No, it has a spoiler and some, it's just like nice subtle touches. The but wheels it's pretty are, subdued. Right? Yeah, it's pretty like, subdued. Yeah. Um, God, that's a funny thing because uh, you want to pick a car that only came in automatic. Like you wouldn't want to pick an M6 if it had an automatic transmission or something like that where 
yeah. you're compromised yeah. from other examples. But I mean, there were the there were WRC 126s offered with a manual, AMG C126s, uh, but it's a car that I owned, and it was, you know, a, a Euro-spec, sort of the kind of the hot motor and all that, and it's like a car that I had zero desire to have a manual in. Like, if it had a manual, I would have been stoked. I mean, that because of the rarity yeah, and yeah. the cool factor, but it was not but something I that, that I lo- longed even for. doesn't suit it, right? Yeah. yeah. I think that's a car you kind of want in automatic and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could definitely be cool in a manual, but you're not, like, missing anything not having the manual. How do you feel about um, automatic 928s, Lane? Is that, a, is that out of the question? I think a lot of people like them a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it is that a four, it, four speed. It dude originally it was a three speed. Actually, it's a Mercedes transmission, uh, so it's the same transmission as an Arts W one twenty six. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a little tuned a little differently. Huh. Uh, but that's one of those things where a lot of people will say that it suits that car better than a manual. Um, but I do like the more like almost like muscle car aspect of having a manual in that car. Hmm. I'd be bummed to get a Ferrari of the era, like a 412 or something, and have it be an automatic. Like that would fucking suck. Yeah, yeah. And it's and a that's terrible like a two speed looking. Or it's like right? yeah, it's like a three speed, and the the gear lever is just not good. Is that Chrysler? Right? Yeah, I think it's so. Probably Fox. is. I think so. Yeah. That would uh, sense. Okay, dude. There's some. Yeah, Mercedes is so easy to go to. There might be some big Alpinas, like uh, seven series Alpinas would be pretty dope. There were, but it would be still sad to not have an, a manual in that car. Yeah. I think the and SEC that, or that automatic Mercedes. How about you, Brian? How about a Rolls-Royce Corniche convertible? Shit. Oh, there you go. Pretty good. Pretty good. Although the Corniche is, it just hasn't changed in so long. I wonder if there's another uh, I was originally sample. looking. You could do what's, a Bentley. What's weird is I was looking at Bentley in the 80s. And this, yeah, go to, this is all yeah, go to this is bit. all new to me, right? Oh. So I'm just looking. So it's like Turbo R, yeah, maybe a Turbo yeah, R. Michael Otadi got, and you can do. Or no, he does. Does he have a What's Turbo up? R? Michael yeah, Otadi does. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to come on the rally, but it was in the yeah. shop like up until the day of. Um, so that that uh, back sunroof fucking rad Bentley thing that we saw in Arizona, Whammer, that. Is so sick, dude, with the flared fenders. Oh, yeah, the Sedanka? See, yeah. Is that a Sedanka? A Sedanka. That's like a 2004. So oh, it was. You could get the, I mean, they did make coupes in the like Late 90s. 90s. And, yeah. yeah. And uh, they also made a convertible. It was basically a Corniche with the flared with a Bentley, fenders, though? Bentley grill. Yeah. What? There was some stuff like that. Okay. Why did, so. Very limited. T- will you guys help me here? This is a tangent, but so when I look up, uh, so Bentley Mulsanne was my entry point into, uh, wikipedia and you go in and wiki has like a cool thing where you can look at the mark timeline so i'm looking at a bentley automobile timeline 1980 to 2003 and when i look at convertible i click on it and it's continental and that's a rolls royce corniche yeah so yeah the i don't know so the 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 bentley continental was the same thing as the rolls royce corniche they're the same car, really, what? but the grill and headlights will be different, the steering wheel and seats and stuff. Crazy. They were basically the same cars, yeah. So the Bentley version is a lot more rare than the Corniche, oh, okay. if I remember correctly. Um, but they sold a ton of those Corniches, and they didn't really change for fucking ever. And then it went to the silver Seraf in, like, 2001 or something. Mm. And that was BMW, a little bit of BMW infusion, and then they went full BMW with... Um, their next generation of the drop head coupe, of mm. course, which I love, but uh, I digress. Let's uh, let's answer another question, shall we? Yeah. Wait, Brian, you're going Corniche. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Mr. B. Phelps says, what's your go-to off-roader of choice? Has to be 4x4, under $25,000, and a daily driver on a 50-mile round-trip commute, since only Brian commutes had to give you a scenario. Well, not right now, but I yes. Right okay. Now. 50 miles round trip, four by four. That's not that bad. 25 25 miles each way. That's a pretty short commute. That's like my normal commute. Yeah. But yeah. fuel, I mean, you, I guess fuel is a little bit of concern, but they're also similar. I don't even know if you really factor it in. So 
you know, one thing about, I mean, you know, if you think four by four, you start thinking SUVs. Like the, the main thing for me is when you're driving a heavy car like this is, is how good the brakes are like for a commute, right? Cause you're dealing with a lot of shitty drivers around you. You want it to be somewhat maneuverable, have good brakes. Like that's, those are the few things that come to mind. Um, go to off-roader, but it, it's, it's really the focus is off-roader. Yeah. You said off-roader. So I'm kind of yeah. like, I'm, I'm taking out like Cayenne right. manual, you know, kind of stuff like that or like X5Ms and stuff. I know. Like that's that. what I was thinking too. And then, yeah, if it's for off-roading. Yeah. Is FJ80 too old? No. No, people no. do it all the time. But that's, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money for an FJ80. Yeah. You that's yourself you a nice one. Five grand. <laughs> You'd get the nicest one. I mean, yeah, you could, but I think I'd go 100. Yeah, FJ 100. And it would be totally but capable. Like, do you, but do you factor in the 12 miles per gallon? Because you could get one that gets, I don't know, 19 miles per gallon or something. It's only you know, 50 miles. It's, all, it's such a short commute though, right? I, don't, I mean, I know it I know. adds up, but it does. It is like up. the worst, but I guess any big truck, you know, um, kind of in that same zone. I mean, you could go like Forerunner would be like the normal choice. Yeah. Like whatever, yeah. like third gen Forerunner, like super nice, or or you get a V8 Forerunner, yeah, uh, limited, right? I mean, talk horrible gas mileage too, like really close. They're not to good. That. Yeah, they're not good at all. Tundra's right there, Sequoia. But I think you're talking about commuting 50 miles a day and being able to go off road. I'm going to go with an FJ100 Land Cruiser. It's a nice place to be. Maybe even an LX Lexus, but nice place to be. Super capable off road, yet. I would, you know, safe and secure. It's not going to sure, handle great. I was but. sure, Wham, that you were going to say like a CJ7 or something like that. CJ7? <laughs> no, fresh, fresh out of CJs. Dude, yeah. um, are the, the, the first gen X5, the 4.8 IS, like the sporty one, are those all wheel drive or rear wheel drive? All wheel drive. You can get all wheel drive. I wonder yeah. how capable those are off, off road. <laughs> Is there, I mean, how Wait, serious uh, which one? are we? Well, which the one? sporty one has such yeah. low profile. Dude, Wheels. they have they have crazy camber and they're like they're super so they're so cool. Wide man. street tires. I know, and stuff. but they're that, cool. That was the whole thing. That's like why I said, yeah, uh, he's claiming off roader. So right, yeah, you can't you know. go. I'm trying to think of what is it. Yeah, what can you get out of that 25k that could still be fun to drive in traffic and around town? Uh, but and good off roading and good off roading. That's that's a tricky tricky yeah. one. Brian, did you answer? Uh, no, I'm still kind of going through the Rolodex. I think, you know, we haven't mentioned like pickups can be a good one too. Uh, um, you know, I'm just trying to, now I'm thinking like, what are the, you know, Tundras maybe, or Tacomas, stuff like that. I mean, it's basically like Toyota and Lexus are the go-to for this type of thing because you want to, you know, you're not going, well, shit, I mean. I, I was just going to say you're not going Jeep because, you know, you don't want – you want it to be comfortable to drive. And so that's like any of the Wranglers or whatever um, or or like Grand an Cherokee. XJ. But, yeah, you could get a Grand Cherokee. You could get – so, Wham, you said the FJ100. That's still a pretty old car. You could get one of my WK2 Jeep Grand Cherokees well under that money, and that's like a much newer car, you know, uh I don't even know yeah, how like capable see, like, it is off-road, but... I was just going to say, like, four-wheel drive capable, if you're throwing your Jeep into the equation, it's like a good AMG ML with all-terrain tires or something, like... That's the same I don't chassis. Know, it's or no, wait, it's a GL? I forget which one it is. Oh, it's very, yeah, it's probably... What about uh, the one that Ruben has? It's the GX470, right? That's that's a yeah, great, that's, yeah. that's a great cool. choice. Yeah. I mean, for twenty five grand, that's you're a four honor essentially. Right? Yeah, it's the same kind of idea as the Land Cruiser. I mean, it's V eight, bigger SUV. But then again, it's like a stock GX is the same thing as you know a Touareg or a. I mean, they're just very similar class of SUV. So, I think you could get into the like X five Cayenne. But that's way more again. off-roady than right. X5 Cayenne. I mean, those are sport first, right? Yeah, look at the like, approach oh, and departure yeah. angle of a GX470. Sure, it's like it's totally different from like a uh, like an IS M-Tech kitted out X5. Yeah, and, and they have no aspirations of going around a, a turn. Yep. At speed. I mean, it's just a forerunner, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, they, I can't remember suspension. what, what they're they did. They're on a frame. Yeah, they did something... Mm-hmm. 
uh, something to them to to actually make them more spacious. I think I, I think they lowered the floor on the GX. They did where yeah. forerunners aren't, and they're really uncomfortable. Yeah. In the back. So that's right, one yeah. thing for comfort for the family and everyone too. Um, and they're, I've driven them before. They're 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 nice. They're they're co- I mean they're soft and cushy and all that, but they're comfortable and they're quiet and um, all that. Um, I feel like we're missing apparently something. very off road capable. What are we What are we missing? I we feel are. like we're missing some like obvious one. I mean, you're you're cruising over Jeep Jeep Wranglers. Land Rover LR4. Yeah, used Land Rovers. Yeah, they, are you? Are you? I, just, okay, I feel like we know. Yeah, that's like <laughs> on the tip scary. of our tongue. Like we kind of want to say that, or a Range Rover of some sort. Mm, but it's definitely like we can't not. say that. So we have a couple. We have a couple friends with LR4s that have had. You know, they still drive them. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Pete. Yeah. Has an LR4. Charles has an LR4. They've both yeah. had them for several years. Use them as dailies. Ford Ford engine components. You can maybe find them sometimes. Yeah, they uh, they definitely tackle things like oh, the wind is buffeting with like oh, just put more silicon in there. So okay, yeah, the solutions are. But I would go. Uh, I'd probably go on Whammer's thing, like Lexus LX, probably the best one I could find yeah. for twenty five grand. And you're totally in that mm-hmm. range. And I f- I feel like that following is only growing as time goes on. Yeah, so you'll be able to sell it easy and all that. Yeah. All right, Dusty Snowman says, since Lane is the only one with a true sports car, what are your thoughts about sports sedans versus sports cars? Does a good sports sedan eliminate the need? Or is there no replacement for a purpose-built sports car? Dude, I've never. I feel like hmm. I haven't really owned a proper sports car before. I feel like I can't really answer this. Yeah, number two. two. Yeah, that's a sports car. It's it's different, you know. I don't. I don't. I I feel like if the sports sedan is is sporty enough and entertaining enough to drive, I don't need a sports car in my life. And I'm, and the, I'm thinking of this, my E30 compared to the 924S or a 944, um, because I got to drive them back to back. You know, I, I, um, I had Kevin at AutoWorks detailing's uh, E30 325S as a loner when he was detailing my 924S. And it was pretty funny how, how almost truck-like my the E30 felt coming from the 924, right? Where you're like on the floor, you're sitting on the floor and you're like slotted in there. You sit really low, the sill like, you feel like you're in the car, right? And we've talked about this before where E30s, you feel like you're sitting on top of them. They feel very old school. Like it feels like a 2002 or like an E28, you know, they all have that sort of vibe. Um, but it's still, it's, it's more about the entertaining, how entertaining the car is and the sense of occasion of the car for me more so than does than than the pure sports car element, and I think E30s are still very fun, drive very engaging cars, slow car fast, all that stuff that we like, and they look good, they sound good. Um, you know, you have and in the greenhouse, we talk about the visibility, all those things are super important. So, like, I feel like I value those things more than whether it's a sports car or a sports sedan. I feel the same way. Well said. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Which Lane, is kind of sad. To, uh, it's kind of a lame um, answer, right? I kind of like that. Doesn't I feel like great the, to say that, but for, for I, I, I think I want my sports car to be a sports car. I like the sports car aesthetic. So I think I always struggled with that, where I'm like, oh, I should get this, and then I'm like, but why do I need four big seats and this and that? Like when I can have a more, you know, more purpose built thing it's still comfortable right it's not like it's lacking comfort or anything like that um so yeah i think i'm i'm in the camp of going full sports car okay um rod knock racing says best japanese 90s three box design sports sedan so whoa heels of that question um three box sports sedan God dang it! How many are we going to be able to have here? It's not. So what is that? A small group. How about an early Maxima? Like a ninety Maxima? Is that a second gen Maxima? Second uh, or second or third? The forty square one. Forty four door sports car. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen eighty. But how how are you going to say better than BMW three series? Because it's not Japanese. Japanese. He's just asking Japanese, (laughs) right? Only Japanese. um, that's the super the, small. Yeah, what dude, that, is that like the only one? No, there's no, the Sef- I mean, there's the Sephiro. Look up a Toyota, Toyota. I think those have a 2JZ. So there's Acura, Acura Integra made a four-door. 
Um, there's. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Toyota Sephiro. They're super rad. Um, I'm sorry, it's not a Toyota. It's a Nissan Sephiro. They have an RB, like the the Skyline motor. Um, let me find a picture of it. And so this no, is a car we didn't get. Is there a we didn't rear get, wheel it's a drive Japanese car? Option rear wheel drive inline six turbo. Yeah, but um, you can't say only Japan Japanese cars. I don't think right. I mean, that's what he I said. Mean, no, I'm saying cars JDM, that we didn't yeah. get. Yeah. It has to be available here, Why not? I think, right? Is he looking well, to buy one? Or is yeah. he just asking? Uh, I would just, uh, just for the it? simple reason it's that I don't know anything about <laughs> I don't know any of those ones. Best Japanese ice cream It's funny, I mean, yeah, you would kind of, you'd want to say, I think you'd want to probably more focus on cars that we got. But. Also, he's saying sports sedan. It's like, I mean, Toyota didn't even make a sports sedan. I know. Well, can we call like the can we call the Nissan Sentra a sedan? I mean, it's a it's a yeah, but they didn't do the sport version. You could if you had could get it an was SER. A, they made the SER. No, not in a, yeah, not in a, a sedan. Sedan. That was a two door only. So no, I'm, I'm just saying that was my point. I'm saying yeah, can yeah. we call? I mean, they call them B sedans and stuff, right? When even though they're two doors, can we chaser? That's can, what I was thinking. Can we of. go into that like B sedan category yeah. and say the Sentra I mean, is a sedan in that case? We can definitely say I like that's one of that's one of the best looking three box designs ever, I think. But uh uh that's just looking. I mean, is it it just kind of sucks that we would have to answer this question with a front wheel drive car. Yeah, there's there's the we don't there's really the have any other options, options. But, you, but you don't like them. Yeah, there's the uh, Toyota Chaser. That's another one, and that's the one I was thinking of originally. But I said Sephiro, and the Nissan Sephiro is also super cool. Um, both sedans with rad motors, rear wheel drive. Cressida is um, rear wheel drive, oh. isn't it? I know what about we're Cressida. Cressida is rear wheel drive. Yeah, Cressida and is we got that here too, right? Sports sedan. Definitely <laughs> not sports. It's, it's like luxury. A, yeah, it's a luxury car. Mm. Mitsubishi Galant VR4. Oh, Ooh. there you go. Yeah. Oh yeah, wait. What 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 year yeah. range are we talking about? Is it just 80s? 90s. 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 Oh, well, for, how about <laughs> a freaking uh uh GC8 Subaru? WRX yeah, if you want to go to Japan, right? <laughs> we just yep. forgot manufacturers. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened there. Right. <laughs> Duh. We were really stuck on a few manufacturers and I was like, "Oh yeah, there's Mitsubishi and there's Subaru." Right. Well, um, I mean, it's hard to forget. It's easy to forget about Mitsubishi. Right? How dare you, Lane? Come on, Sorry. they're the Porsche of Mighty Max. They're the Porsche. So of Japan. I'm yeah. So I'm I can now confidently say the the STI 22B or whatever, right? Best. That was best a, no, the 22B was a two door. The 22B you're was talking a two door. So that you're getting right back into this conversation about Wait, that was only two door, two door versus four door sedan. Are you sure yeah. about that? 22Bs that, are two doors. I'm sure. Yes. Okay. 22B. Yeah. But they made they made but they made Impreza STIs in four door. They made STIs in sedans. Yeah. 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 I'm going with the Galant AMG VR4. AMG. (laughs) You're going with that one. Oh, you're weirdo. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's what's happening right now. And Uh, (laughs) okay. Uh, Hey hey forty seven says. Has Brian replaced Art as the project car rotation master? Can't believe how many times he's changed his project car ideas in the last few months. He's lost his mind after listening to the last episode. <laughs> Stay with one dirtbag project, Mr. McQueen, of which, fingers crossed for the Volvo project. I've, Anything uh, to say? I, I feel a little attacked there. I, I, I think I, you should. I don't, know. I don't know how else to take that. Um... What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we talk about it on the Sunday show? Well, good. For, I think that's first a off, I mean, is the question, is, is it a question about am I crazy? Uh, or is it, well, have I passed he's saying, art have, in, the, in the... So that's the first, that's the first question. Have you surpassed art yeah. as the project card? I mean, it's just a numbers rotation game, Rotation right? master. Yeah, you guys got to, somebody's got to keep track of the numbers. I've uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Not you haven't track. you haven't been flipping too many art recently, so I mean, no, low key. I just, I just picked up the cadence here recently, but um, yeah, and I you know I think I've claimed Wait, that's be- funny. I can't claimed even... before that I'm going crazy, so I actually don't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even yeah. remember what art drove before the E30. <laughs> Dude, he had like no car for a very long time. <laughs> nine twenty four, yeah, 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 nine twenty four. Uh, that's right. That's right. But I don't remember what was Celico was before that. Audi. 
Audi was before that. Then Celica <laughs> was before that. I don't remember any of these things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm still on this Japanese thing. I'm trying, cause I'm thinking like three box. Cause remember two, <laughs> oh my God. We, we, we've talked about two doors being three box, right? Like it's actually a sedan, yeah. not a coupe. So yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what, what car has that very rear, vertical rear window? Like, cause the, there's the, um, no, not shit, what is it called? The, the, it's not about a vertical rear window. It's just a three-box design. Well, you say notchback in rather the, than a hatchback, right? I mean, um, a yeah, four-door hatchback is only like. But, but it's not like a Volvo thing, 740 right? sedan. It doesn't need to be a yeah. v- vertical rear window. No, yeah. I mean, what He's the hell is trying the... to justify a, a coupe like an E30 body style. As yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. So they call those sedan. I mean, that is a sedan three body box. style. Right, so right. Three box. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. It's the the predecessor. I can't remember what it's called right now. I'm totally spacing. Is it a Soar? It's the predecessor to the SC. Soar, yes. And those yes, are super Soar. cool. Look that up. But Look that's up the a, early. That's a straight up coupe. Yeah. I mean, that's Look like the, the most coupe. That's, coupe. that's an SC300. Dude. No, no, no. The previous version, the the early version. Yeah. Like, like a I know, but even those are super swoopy and low. I mean, uh-huh. they're yeah, they're three box design, but they're like that's like a 240SX. Uh, a uh, non hatchback being a a a sedan. Yeah, they're right. not. Yeah, I was I was trying to think if that could pass, but you know? it's probably not. Yeah, they're so freaking cool. I really like these. I'll send you. Guys but that's a- so not an upright. It's like totally goes against all. Of, you know. I know. I was trying to think. I, I, was, I was trying to envision thing. it. Yeah, the three box. You're, you're thinking the, too far yeah, outside still, the box here, Art. You just need to get it back. Those there's are three rad. boxes. Those are Stay rad. within the three boxes. That's all we need to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are those are. Cool. Wait, uh, headache check. How you doing, right. Art? I'm doing great. So now I know that I can drink this. So I can drink this wine, Redline Adobe uh, Road Winery. I'm down. And this is Head Check 2020. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Later. Peace. Peace. It's very, very pretty. It's like a super, super dark red, almost purple. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, Yeah, it really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.